Hi everybody, this is a podcast called Everything About Hockey Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the NHL trade deadline. Who's the buyers, who's the sellers, and what players are going to be available at the, the March the 21st at 3 o'clock trade deadline. Now the first thing is going to be goaltender market. Everybody expects the goaltender market to be extremely active this time around because there's a lot of teams that need goaltenders right now. And the big catch is going to be Flurry from the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, the Washington Capitals, Oilers, Penguins, Avalanche, Wild, and Vegas Golden Knights are all looking to help at goaltending. And I expect them to be a really pretty interesting bidding war on Flurry. Mark Andre Flurry is going to get traded from Chicago. Everybody's kind of leaning towards Washington as a potential destination for him. Uh, he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. Other goaltenders are Anton Dudobin, which is a Dallas Stars goaltender, and Corpus Allo, a Blue Jackets goaltender. There's also a possibility that New York Rangers is looking to trade their backup goaltender, Alexander Gorgiev. He's, uh, he wants to be a starter, and Washington could be really interested in this guy, but it's really interesting, though, because... That is a interdivision trade, so I'm not too sure if that's going to happen or not. But I'm going to keep an eye on him to see what happens, see if actually Rangers do decide to move him. The other big fish is going to be Claude Drew. He plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. He's been captain since 2013. He does have a no-movement clause, so he's actually going to be the one to prove any trades that occur. But this would be his chance to win a Stanley Cup if he actually proves a trade. And move his no waiver, no movement clause. Other possible is Hurdle. He plays for the Sharks. And Kessel, he plays for the Arizona Coyotes. These could be big rental players for him. Each at the final year of their contract. And each could be pending UFAs. Which means they could be a good rental option for a team. For a good contender cup run. Add some scoring. Also the defenseman market. Looks really good. You got Ben Schrott from Montreal, PK Subban, Devils. You got Mark Giordano from the Seattle Kraken, and John Klingberg from the Dallas Stars. These all guys could be really good rental guys, but also you could actually have them as a little bit more of a long term thing if you really wanted to. In the defensive market right now, it looks like Boston, Bruins, New York Rangers. Calgary Flames and the St. Louis Blues are certainly looking for defensive help. And I expect to see those teams being pretty active in the defensive market. Now, the New York Rangers, are I think they're going to be a, a pretty active group because they need scoring depth and they need a veteran defenseman. And they do have a first-round pick and two second-round picks and some pretty good prospects and some cap room to actually go ahead and uh, make some good moves. And I also see the Nashville Predators. They've got some draft picks and some prospects too. And they also have some cap space. So I can see them also being pretty active in this extra trade deadline. I also think Vancouver is a really interesting team too. They have some little bit of a cap problem. And they're going to need to either move a player or be in a cap crunch here pretty soon. So they do have a possibility of getting out of this. T.J. Miller is only got one year left on a five-year 
deal he signed. And so I think that they could actually trade him and do as a good restock prospects or get a couple draft picks for him. The only problem is they're really close to a playoff spot. So it'd be real interesting to see exactly what is going to occur here with him. Are they going to try just to get rid of him, or are they going to go for a run to let him walk later on? Then the Vegas Golden Knights the other team that I'm interested in seeing. You know, they're up to the cap space too. So it's going to be really to see what happens. Are they going to try to make room now for some cap room later on? They, they're all right until playoffs occur. Uh, but, you know, down the road, they're going to need some cap space. And this might be a good time for them to kind of restock themselves. Because you got to remember, Mark Pacioretty is hurt, which leaves them a, a nice enough room to keep newly acquired Jack Eichel on the uh, active roster. Now let's do more of a deeper dive into what I consider are the buyers and what prospects they have are blue chippers and what draft picks they have to offer and how much cap space do they have available at this point in time. Let's go first start with the Calgary Flames. They have uh, they don't have much cap space at all. And they do have draft picks for 2020. They do have two second rounders. One of the prospects is Connor Zeri. He's in the minors. He's a center. And they also have Matt Coronado. He's a college player. He's a right winger. Now let's look at the Carolina Hurricanes. They don't have much cap space either. They do have a second and a third round draft pick in the 2022 draft that they could trade off. And the prospects they have, the blue chip prospects they have are, the first off is Ryan Suzuki. He's in the minors. He's a center iceman. They also have uh, Jamison Reese. He's in the minors. He's a center iceman. They also have Scott Morrow. He's a defenseman, and he's in college. Now let's look at the Colorado Avalanche. They have a little bit of cap space. They have a little over a million dollar cap space. Your draft picks for 2022, they just have one third-round draft pick. And then they also have a couple prospects. This is the team that I really think are going to be going really hard for a backup goaltender. One of their prize prospects is Oscar Olison. He's a youngster out of Skyhome. He plays in the junior right now. He plays center or wing. They also have got, uh, in college, Shane Behrens. He's a defenseman. And at goal, they have Justin Annanen. Now, see, this is the thing I keep telling you. I'm really worried about Kemper, and I really think this is where one, either the draft pick or the prospects are going to be gone to help him at the backup role. This is where I think Anton Forsberg would be really interesting for the Avalanche since he has a connection with the head coach through the Cleveland Monsters. When Cleveland Monsters won a Calder Cup, he was a goaltender when Bedenhauer was the head coach of the Cleveland Monsters. Let's look at the next one. Florida Panthers. Let's look and see what they got for prospects and draft picks. They have about $3 million in cap space right now, but they only have a third-round draft pick. This is where the team, I think they need some toughness. They have a lot of skill, but I really worry about them when they get to the playoffs, when it gets to be more of a grinding, hard-hitting game. I remember watching the Columbus Blue Jackets play the Florida Panthers. Uh, This would have probably been at the end of uh, February, and the... Blue Jackets just basically ran all over the Panthers. They couldn't get their high 
power transition game doing some work and really did make them look like an average team. They have Grigori Sadenko. He's in the minors. He's a left or right or left winger or right winger. He's from Russia. The other possibility is Maki Semeskedic. He's a right winger and he plays in college. Now let's go into the Minnesota Wilds. They have a $1.5 million cap space available. They have a first, a second, and a third round draft pick to use. And their prospects right now are at forward, they have Marco Rossi. He's a center and he plays in the minors. On the blue line, they have Callie Addison. He's a defenseman. He plays in the minors. Then the goaltending prospect, top prospect, is Jesper Walstack. He's a goaltender from Europe. Honestly, I don't think he's ever going to get traded. He's one heck of a goaltender. But like I said, these are all blue-chip prospects that I'm going through. These are the guys that the other teams would really be interested in getting hold of. So let's go look at Nashville. Nashville, they have $10 million in cap space. They have a first, a second, and two third-rounders. And then they also have some, they have a pretty good amount of uh, prospects. They have Verdur Vechikov, forward from Russia, and Cody Glass, another forward that's playing in the minors. He's been moved around a lot. So I could that, that could be a possibility of moving him. They also have Lucevan Dalista. He's a right winger, and he plays in juniors. David Ferency is a, another high prospect. He's a blue liner. He plays in college. Their top goaltender is Yagorov Askarov. He plays in Europe. This kind of gives you an idea of what Nashville has. I think, like I said, I think Nashville, they're going to go for it. I, I, I just see they have a bunch of prospects, and I could just see them making a big splash. Uh, the next team is the New York Rangers. They have $6 million in cap space. They have a first, two seconds, and... I could see this team also making major, major deals. Being a big player in free agency, they, they want to go for it. Vitaly Krasov, he's a left or right winger. He plays in Europe. Their other prospect is Brandon Osman. He's a left winger, plays in, in juniors. Now let's go with Pittsburgh. They have a about a $1 million cap space, and they have a draft picks for 2022. They have a first round, a second round, but they don't have any third-rounders. Let's see what blue-chip prospects they have that they other teams would be interested in uh, acquiring. First one is Sam Pauline. He's a winger, and he plays in the minors. The other two are goaltenders, Joe Blumquist and Kaye Klang. They both play in Europe. Now, Pittsburgh doesn't have any real great prospects. They're pretty thin on the prospect because they trade everybody away. They've been going for it. You know, of course, they have Malkin and Crosby. So they've been going for it on a regular basis. And they really don't have any real true blue chip prospects. Now let's look at the St. Louis Blues. They don't have much cap space either. Uh, they do have a first and a third rounder in 2022. They have uh, <clears throat> Zach Boldiff. He's a center. He's a plays in the juniors. And they also have Joe Holford. He plays in the minors. Now, you know, Blues are also another one of those teams that don't really have a whole lot of prospects. Uh, but they do have a couple draft picks. And I do think they're going to go for it, too. Now, let's look at Vancouver. Vancouver has about $4 million in cap space. They don't have a whole lot of blue chippers, either. Uh, but they do have a first and a third. And they also, like I said, they had, uh, Miller is also 
a good possibility he's going to be traded. So he's going to actually going to help stock their prospects or their draft picks later on, on down the road. Now look at uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Remember, they're, they're right up against the cap. They're actually, if everybody's healthy, they're actually over the cap. So they're actually going to have to subtract some people next year. But they do have a second and a third round pick in Brandon Berzon. He's in college as a blue chip prospect. Yeah, he's a heck of a prospect. And then they also have Zach Dean. He plays in the juniors also. Uh, I, I see this team also doing some moves uh, because Leonard is not playing up to standard. And they went out of the way to get Jack Eichel. Now let's go on to the next team. The next team would be the Washington Capitals. Now they have a little bit of cap space, about a million dollars. And right now they have a first, a second, and a third round draft pick in 2020. And their prospect is Alexander Alexev. And he's a defenseman that plays in the minors. What I've gone over here, these are the teams that are going to be the buyers. These are the players, the prospects, and the draft picks that the sellers are wanting to grab a hold of. Now, these are not exactly the ones that could get gone. Depends on what the cost is. But these are the ones that most likely will be discussed. Draft picks and prospects and how much cap room they have available to go for. I've always been under the philosophy that you just go for it. You know, you don't just mess around. I mean, look what happened last year. Look what happened this current year, I guess, would be with the New York Islanders, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Winnipeg Jets. These teams were expected to be in the playoffs, and they weren't. So I consider, you know, teams like New York Rangers, the Washington Capitals, the St. Louis Blues, the Nashville Predators, these teams, I mean, I think these teams have to go for it because you never know what's going to happen next year. And these are the players and the draft picks they have to actually lure some big-name players to them. Now let's look and see who the, the uh, sellers are going to be. These are the teams at the bottom of the standings that uh, are wanting to get rid of players that are either going to be unrestricted free agents or players they just can't fit under their cap. Perfect example would be Kyle Kapalenko. He's a defenseman. 6'1", 196 pounds. He, he plays, drives the offense from the blue line. And then they also have Phil Kessel, a six foot, 200 pound. He gets most of his uh, scores on the rush. Now, both of these guys, well, Phil Kessel, they really don't fit in. He didn't really fit in the uh, Arizona plans. And Kyle, he's just, I don't see them being able to sign him. Now let's look at uh, Buffalo Sabres. There's another team that's going to be a big seller. They got Corey Miller. He's a right-handed defenseman, 6'1", 190 pounds. They also have Mark Pesic. I expect him to be gone too. Uh, let's look at the another team that we I feel are going to be a... Now this one right here, Boston's not going to be a seller as of uh, normal terms, but Jake DeBrusque, a left winger, six foot. 100 or 200 pounds. There's some con contract issues with him. The Hawks have Calvin DeHaunt. He's an all-around defenseman. And then the other one they have, I think this is going to be the big fish of the whole entire free agency. And that's Mark andre Fleury. Now, he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion, an elite goaltender. I could see uh, every team trying to snag this guy and figure out if they can get him under the cap. Another team, this is a bubble team. I don't see them making the playoffs even though I'd love to have them in the playoffs. 
And one of the players is Max Domi. Now his contract's up. He's a good penalty killing and defensive forward. And the other one is Jonas Corposalo. He would be a good backup goaltender if a team really wanted him. The Dallas Stars have the goaltender they're probably going to be trying to get rid of is Anton Tudovic. This is another good backup goaltender. And then the other one is John Klingberg. He's a good, great, actually great mobile scoring defenseman. Um, Dallas is not really in the total selling mode, but Klingberg is in a contract dispute and he wants out. So I could see them trying to get rid of him. Now, I don't know with Senators, they're definitely going to be a seller. Uh, they're just in a, in a rough shape right now. I mean, their prospects are looking good, but they still haven't gone over that hump yet. And I see Chris Tierney, a center. He's 6'1", 200 pounds. He's an all-around center. And Anton Forsberg, he'd be a good backup goaltender. Like I said, I think the Avs would be ideal for this guy's location. He would be a really good backup to Kemper. I've been saying this all year long, by the way. Then you got Detroit, Nick Letty. I see him being available. He's a scoring defenseman, 6'1", 205 pounds. Then let's now go with Montreal, which has had a really bad season. They went from, you know, an unbelievable playoff run last year. And some things occurred this year that made them turn into a lottery pick. I think the guy everybody's going to be trying to uh, snag off their team is Ben Schrant. He's a 6'3", 240-pound defenseman, all-around defenseman. can hit, can play penalty kill. He's a good, solid defenseman. Then the next person, I'm going to go with Philadelphia now. They had another rough year. Claude Giroux is, is on the way. If Of course, he has to have a wave of no trade clause, but I think he's definitely going to be wanting out. You know, he's only got a little bit of time left, and this is one chance to actually go to a cup contender. He's a four with a great shot, and he, he's a power play specialist. So, you know, like teams like uh, Nashville... Uh, Minnesota, New York Rangers, they were, this would be a great scenario for this guy to land at one of those spots. Now we're going to go with the San Jose Sharks. They have a unique situation here. Sharks have a Thomas Hurdle. He's a center iceman, big center iceman, 6'2", 215 pounds, big playmaking, playmaking center iceman with creative offensive skills. The problem with him, though, is he's a uh, he's going to be a He's going to be a restricted free agent right now. But they can't seem to come to terms with a guy. And they're afraid the guy's going to walk. So I think they're thinking, well, we might get something out of this guy anyways. Because if he walks, they lose everything. Let's go with the Seattle Kraken. The first person is Mark Giordano. You know, I think this guy here is definitely going to be a tough one for them to get rid of. He is their captain. He's been a captain of the Calgary Flames. He's a good, mobile, all-around defenseman. A true leader, 6'1", 200 pounds. But with the way Seattle's got with their depth, this might be a good idea to get rid of some players just to uh, help themselves out later on. Then we also want to go with the Vancouver Canucks. Now, this is another interesting situation. They're actually in the playoffs. and But they also got cap, serious cap situations. And T.J. Miller is a situation where He's going to ask for a lot of money, and if he doesn't get it, he could walk. He's a proven production-scoring winger with a high percentage of scoring capability. So, you know, this is going to be a really interesting situation, too. Do they let him go, 
why they're in a playoff spot or they just keep him and then figure, well, if he walks, we just lost something really big. So wrapping this up basically is there's a lot of players that could be gone. I personally, I know a lot of people don't think there's going to be a lot of action, but I really do think there's going to be a lot because, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen next year. So it's going to be really interesting. It's actually going to be a really interesting day on March the 21st. The deadline's at 3 o'clock. Thanks for listening. This is Everything About Hockey Podcast. (laughs) 